Holy shit, it's another fucking day. It's the best day ever again. Cause I'm a stupid fucking cat and I don't know shit. And I don't know what it is to be sad. I think I'll run around for no good reason and act like there's stuff I gotta do. I have no idea how much the world sucks cause I have no reference level. Holy hell, that guy's bringing me food. This food sucks, but I don't even know it. Now I'm shitting in a box cause I don't give a fuck. And the guy throws it out for me. You. <clears throat> and that uh, has been this week's episode. Thanks for listening to episode 127 of Ding Dong. Guys, it's a podcast. We really um, appreciate you guys tuning into episode 127. It's been a great one. And I just want to thank all of our audience members for countlessly just tuning in and, and listening through a whole episode, just like you did with this one. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Um, and that's it. Bye. Perfect. See ya. And anyway, uh, welcome to episode. <laughs> <laughs> what if we I just like started every episode with the with end an of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> and then it just ended somewhere halfway through. Just what a wild on it. ride that would be. What a horrible episode that would be. You have no idea when no it's one, just going to be like. Dude, no one would want that. And that was. <laughs> <laughs> You're describing it to me, and I'm thinking, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> All right, well. I, I do, but I will say this. I appreciate the creativity. So thanks for doing that. Hey, thanks. Guys, episode 127, Ding Dong, it's a podcast. It's <clears throat> me and Zane again. What a surprise. Your host. <laughs> wow. Still the still the same old guys doing the same old stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know us. Guys, I made cinnamon rolls today, and I think that that's pretty important. I think that is also important. How did that go for you? Pretty good because they were the canned kind and those are pretty easy. You set them in a pan and you cook them and that's it. Did you go round pan or square pan? Square pan because I didn't have a round pan. Fair, fair. Reasonable. I like how they sit in a round pan. I do too. Um, I like the aesthetic of it, but in a square pan, you got, there's eight of them. And so you got to go three, three, two. And it's like, eh, it works, but you can't just do your seven around the outside and one in the middle. It's the part where it's a professional podcast, 127 episodes in, and I just yawn loudly into the microphone. Hey, it's worth it. I was thinking about that a few days ago, because people are just like, more and more people have been asking, like, oh, that's cool, you podcast, what, what's it about? I'm like, <laughs> you would think, you would think 100 plus episodes in, right? I would have a better years. idea of what our podcast is about, and yet, I don't, and like, I cons- <laughs> it, it's, so I guess I should back up. People have been asking, and I've realized that I don't have a description, but I also realized that I don't have a description for a lot of other things. Right. Like, my dad was asking about Animal Crossing, and I've been playing that a ton. That game's wonderful. Great, relaxing game. But it's hard to explain in a way that doesn't make you sound like a crazy person. Right. And I think that that is... Like, it requires a baseline knowledge of the Animal Crossing franchise in general. Right. And so, and that's not like a dig. I think it's literally just like, I didn't know. People couldn't explain it to me until I did a little research and got like a background story on it. And then I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But when I tell my dad, like, yeah, I have a mortgage with a raccoon who gives me 0% interest loans. And I just go around and pick up weeds and sell weeds and bugs and fish to his sons. And they pay me in bells, which is the local currency. But once I get enough bells, I can pay off my mortgage and then I can invite other villagers who are also animals, but I'm the only human there. And it's like, okay, none of that sounds like a real thing. Yeah. It's, I'm glad that I know a bunch of people are playing it and stuff. Cause right. you just see people like, Hey, anybody want to come over and pick some flowers from my house? Yeah. Um, I've got a ton and I'm and like, 
if you don't know that they're talking about Animal Crossing, you're, you're like, like what the fuck? Kind. Like, yeah. that's very generous of people. Like, Thank we're you. just trying to plant our garden. Like, right. Congrats <laughs> on having flowers in mid-April. That's right. amazing. <laughs> but like, but yeah, and so like I was trying to explain that and like the stock market, S-T-A-L-K, which is not as <laughs> ominous as it sounds because you buy turnips and then you sell them at a price. Like, but you can go to different people's islands and sell them at theirs. And right. so I bought like three hundred thousand dollars in turnips or bells in turnips, excuse me, and I made like two point <laughs> three million because I Damn. went to the right island. Yeah, exactly. So like, but if you were just to just like walk in on that conversation, you'd have no fucking idea what right. I was talking about. Like, oh, these are crazy people. This must be the new Bitcoin. And I feel like that's how I describe our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because it's like, yeah, man, it's just kind of us. It's me and my best friend, and we just sit and we talk. And I don't know, sometimes some funny stuff comes up. We have bits every once in a while, but it's not like the bits are every week. And sometimes the bits come back, but they're months and months later. And right. other times they don't come back. And we have sponsorships, but not real sponsorships. Like they're they're sponsorships, but no one pays any money for them. And they're not a real company, except for one episode where it was. But we weren't really sure the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's no if somebody said, put your podcast in 10 words, I would say, no, thank you. I don't think I can. I'm sorry. <laughs> and those would be my 10 words that I I think use. that's pretty accurate though. Zane, what do you what do you think your 10 words would be to describe our podcast? Our 10 words would be Why don't you just listen and find out? Huh, buddy? There you go. Yeah, I like that one. More. <laughs> Little buddy. Dude. Dude. It's a it's a it's a wild world out there, and I'm just glad that a lot of people listen to our podcast. I was checking stats; we're above like 8,500 downloads, which awesome to most podcasts with over 100 episodes is what they get probably like weekly, and that's right. fine. But we're we don't do it for them; we do it for us. Right? This we is a selfish spend, ass podcast. <laughs> don't spend any time. We literally started this because we like to hear ourselves talk. Well, or didn't like to hear ourselves talk, but wanted to get used to the idea. Perfect. Yeah. But that, that I will say this: name better. one podcast with better fan interaction. A bunch most of them, of them. <laughs> yeah, but name one podcast who will be mostly just made for your friends. So you can just text them and say, what'd you think of that episode? Did you like the shout out to you specifically? I think, I think we're up there for that. I think that's gotta be at least top 10. Yeah. What I, what I would like to do is Please. start getting more, more phone calls money. and stuff. Oh yeah. Phone well, calls. Money would be great as well. <laughs> right. Um, so hit us up on Venmo that we don't have. Um, and give just, us phone calls. I mean money. Give us. I mean phone calls. Uh, Venmo us a phone call. Yeah. Uh, call collect. You accept charges. <laughs> um, that reminds me of a story. Please. Tyler. One time in high school, I took a social crim class, mm-hmm. and we went to the prison in Deer Lodge, the oh, old yeah. one, to take a tour. And um, on the way back, my uh, seatmate. Um, <laughs> You know, those people that you like have classes with and you're not like super good friends with them or anything, but in class you're like inseparable. You're like the, the power team. Right. Um, yeah, that was me and this guy. Uh, we just got in trouble all the time and it like, just cause we thought we were hilarious. Right. Like a dynamic duo, but just like a shitty teenage version who got in trouble. And it started (laughs) and ended at the beginning and end of that class every day. Exactly. Um, So we were sitting next to each other on the bus and we found that we drove past a billboard for a pizza hut. And he's like, yo, I'm prank calling, prank calling the pizza hut. Good. And I was like, nice, do it. And uh, <laughs> he goes, <clears throat> um, 
okay. So he puts it on speakerphone and he calls and you know, it's, it's kind of like country Montana. And this guy answers is like, hello. And, uh, this kid with a very shitty accent, shitty Chinese accent goes collect call from China. Do you accept the charges? And the guy goes, uh, well, I don't know nobody from China. Oh, that's like that. That's a really polite prank. Like the Chinese racist part isn't that good, but then the fucking, well, well, I guess I don't, I don't know anybody from China, but sure. Like, Oh man, it just, it ruined us. Like we had to hang up immediately. You can't do, you can't continue after that because you're the ones who have been pranked now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That guy put on a master class in how to get, get people. How to not get gotten, how to get. <laughs> By Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Marshawn um, Lynch. <laughs> that same day, that was a day for phone calls. My phone rang while we were like in the prison. Right. And somebody, I I had no idea who it was. So I answered They're like, is this Zane? And I was like, yeah, but I'm in prison right now. I got to go <laughs> and just hung up. <laughs> and I just hope that to this day, Somebody's like, what the, what, what? How did he pick up? Like, <laughs> I thought this was a cell phone. Just, <laughs> you're not my dad. You're a cell, cell phone. phone. <laughs> I threw it on the ground. <laughs> um. Well, you mentioned, uh, well, I said you mentioned Marshawn Lynch. I mentioned Marshawn Lynch, which reminds me <laughs> that the NFL draft is currently happening right now. Yeah. And really the only sports we've had in the last mm, month or so have been the WNBA draft and yep. the NFL draft. Right. Neither of which are like directly and the 2K sports. the 2K tournament. <laughs> yeah, right. And right, and the 2K tournament and the Madden tournament. But who ended up winning the Madden tournament, do you know? I didn't see. I think it I think it's this weekend is like oh, okay. the finale. Um but I like like obviously I'm a big NFL fan. You're a pretty big NFL fan. Yeah. Like it's a fun thing to watch in general, but some like you can tell that people are desperate for sports because the NFL draft normally, especially the first round, so for those of you who don't know what this is, basically, this is when all the new players are picked into the league from like college and all that stuff. Right. And it's over three days. And the first round is supposed to be all your best players, right? Top 32 players go to the top, you know, to all 32 teams. And so it's like, great. Everybody gets one pick. Typically, you can trade them around, all that stuff. But like the first pick is the whole night, the night one. It takes like three like- hours. Yeah. And so then the second and third rounds are the following day. And the fourth through the seventh rounds or the following day. So you have three days of just people being drafted by teams, which is about as exciting as it sounds on the surface of it. Now, like if you don't know anything about football, it's basically just like, great. I like that guy's name more. So he should go here. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. And I honestly, I think that's a perfectly good way to do it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because it's like, it's at least a game out of it then. Yeah. Cause there's some real funny names, dude. The idea, like Madison and I were watching last night, and Booger McFarland came on the screen. Oh, yeah. And Madison was like, that is the single funniest name I think I've ever heard. And I was like, yeah, no, 100%. Like, what about, what about Dorcas? Dude, Dorcas is pretty. Yeah, shout out Dorcas on Jeopardy. Dorcas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like we were watching and all this stuff. And it's it's really nice because even if you're not a sports fan, you get to watch these like guys' dreams come true, basically. Like they're getting yeah. a shot at the league. They've worked their whole life to get into most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's a really cool thing. They're there with their family and yeah. like, it's very exciting. And especially this year, like everybody's at home. Way. Right. Everybody's at home. And so it's like, 
it's all these cameras in people's houses just like waiting on them to get picked and sometimes it can be a little sad because like they don't get picked as soon as they think they will and they wait and they're upset about it but then it's like wait a minute though you still get the chance to play in you know your life's goal is happening right now right and so it's a really cool thing there is however a conspiracy theory about this year's draft in particular and that's going to bring us right now into conspiracy corner <laughs> yes, I'm so excited, dude. It's been a while since Conspiracy Corner. Yeah, for mostly. Sure. I love too since we're just reminiscing a little bit. I love too that the first Conspiracy Corner was me just not understanding how bridges are built, <laughs> and that I think that there's something suspect about that. And well, I, I still do. I don't disagree. Madison sent me a picture of a bridge being built, and I was like, "Yeah, but explain it." And she goes, "I can't." And I was the, like, "Exactly." The new the new bridge on Russell is almost done. Almost, it's been almost done for about a year. Well, it was a two-year project, <laughs> so they're right on track, honestly. <laughs> yeah, which is great. That's very, dude. You're gonna have to give me a live report when you first dude, drive across I'm, the yeah, other I'll side. I'll have to drive over it and hope there aren't any cops and take she, a video. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, oh god, why would there? I get it. Oh, so I'm gonna drift the whole. I played some music trivia a few days ago with uh, some friends from law school and. Uh, one of the it was all music trivia yeah and i was the only one who knew like all the pop culture songs because it was like fucking tokyo drift came on and i heard doo, 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 and i go tokyo drift teriyaki boys and <laughs> my buddy price was like that is unbelievable and yet also the least surprising thing that i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> the uh asian rap community has been there's they're all doing tokyo drift freestyles right now sick quarantine like rich brian put out a dope one did he really um, yeah and i think like year of the ox did one and dumbfounded might have done one like Dude, that yeah, beat is a slap of rooney right anyway. so our conspiracy corner brings us to what happened over the last two days roger goodell is the commissioner of the nfl and he like one of his big things is he gets booed all the time which is like <laughs> a funny thing but uh, i think budweiser bud light had a uh like a, a thing where they raised a bunch of money for charity and they said for every video you send in booing the commissioner we'll put a dollar towards helping with this virus and so like hundreds or Such thousands of people idea. sent it in and then they just booed him and i'm like i love that that's great and he goes right. like he put out a video he was like yeah i wanted to skip this but then bud light reminded me how it wouldn't even be worth it to skip it and so then it cuts to just clips of people just booing this dude and i'm like <laughs> yeah what a good way to raise money um and so the thing is, though, is that the draft is at home this year. And the commissioner yeah. aside, the commissioner has been doing weird stuff. Like, he started the draft off with, like, a like a nice suit jacket and, like, good clothes. And then by the end of the night, he was in, like, a sweater. And right. it's like, yeah, that's fine. Like, get comfy. You're at your house. Nobody cares. Right. But also. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're the commissioner. Like, And then, like, the yesterday, he <clears throat> was, like, halfway through the draft. And, again, it's about the same time per, like, round. Like, the first round takes, like, four hours. Yeah. Because it's you know a little more pomp and circumstance and they do interviews and stuff like that second and third rounds less so and then the fourth through the seventh is is the picks are half the time of the first round and so you can move through them a lot quicker right but normally goodell walks up for the first like three rounds and is the only person to introduce picks and so he was doing that from his house but he kept getting like lower and lower and lower energy and then he literally got lower and lower and lower height because he laid down in his chair. Like <laughs> by the middle of the third round, he looked like super wasted or like just like out of it. And he like slowly slumped lower and lower into his chair as the evening went. 
And by the end, it was like this weird fever dream sort of thing where he had like a a container of M&Ms. Like, you know, the peanut container you get at at like Costco. Yeah. I don't know. Decent. It's a, I don't know, cubic six inch by six inch sort of thing. Yeah. Like a lot. Dude, he ate fucking all of them. There was like 12 M&Ms left and everyone's like, yo, are you good? And he's just like slumped in his chair. He goes with the 104th pick in the 2020 NFL draft. The Baltimore Ravens, and I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" And he's like Everything jingling makes the M and M's. A little bit more sense now, right? And so I was like, "Oh, okay." But Big trust. <laughs> but that's not the conspiracy corner. The conspiracy corner comes from the fact that this draft is always held in person, and every team has a war room where they have all their scouts and they have all their you know personnel people and their right. head coaches and their owners and their GMs and all that stuff. And they all sit in their room and they make picks and they have like a dedicated room in their facility that is super well connected to the outside world that is built to communicate with other teams and it's built to submit picks in person at the draft. Well, this year there is no draft because the draft brings like, I think they were projecting like 750,000 people to Las Vegas this year for the draft. That's crazy. Which obviously in today is a bit more than the one or two you're allowed to see. Right. So, um, So basically... They had to do a draft, like, not telephonically, but over the internet, essentially, which is kind of wild. Now, to people who played fantasy sports before, that's always how you pick a team. You go and you click a button and you say, I want that guy, and then he's on your team. The end. So there's systems in place. But this is the real NFL draft, not a fantasy one. So it's a little more complicated. Teams are trying to trade. There can be, like, massive financial implications, all these things. So you have to get it right. And things get things end up happening really quickly sometimes too. Like a team comes up and like, right. Oh, all of a sudden it's not their turn anymore. Cause they traded their pick away and another team's like putting in a pick and, or, or a trade can be like this happened a f- uh, last night. I think like the Texans had a trade in place with the lions and then the lion, there's seven minutes per pick in the second and third rounds. And the lions had the pick ready to go and then backed out of the trade. So the Texans had to make a pick and so instead of spending that last seven minutes like communicating and making sure this is the guy they want, they were planning for a later round and trying to figure out and reorient their entire draft strategy, which takes months to do. And they're right. trying to do this in like five minutes. And then the Lions bail. And so they just have to make a pick all of a sudden. And so it's like, it's a tough place to be. Shout out to the Texans for just ruining Doing whatever they want. Because yeah. uh, why'd you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins Dude, and everybody just, else? It's a lot. <laughs> so... <clears throat> The conspiracy corner comes from the fact that everyone has like an uncle or an aunt or just a person who's like a little older who doesn't know how to use technology at all. Right. Maybe you're that person. And that's okay because somebody likely you know knows how to use it. Right. But you're also not making multi-million dollar transactions likely in a three-day period that is televised to 15 million people. Right. So... The theory is that on draft night, or that draft night on Thursday, had actually, like the the picks themselves, had actually happened about a week prior. Yeah. The reason for this is because at the draft, you walk out and they have a person in the back of the draft room ready to make a jersey for you to hold up. And the team phones in the pick and says, we're taking this guy. And his last name is this. And so the jersey maker goes great and throws a little number one on there and throws the name on and presses it and then hands it to the commissioner and the person walks out and they get to hold up their new team jersey and wear a new team hat. The thing is, this year, all the people who got picked had team hats at their house already. 
And right. I don't think they sent 32 pick or 32 hats to everybody. Right. But then somebody might say, well, they might have, you know, sent, you know, they might have. It, it, it's not that expensive. The NFL makes a ton of money. Fine. Then explain to me why they had a mock draft a week ago. Okay. Well, they needed to run through and run technical glitches and all that stuff. Right. But one of the first things we heard about this mock draft is that the Bengals, who were the first overall pick, everyone knew, knew who they were taking, had a two-and-a-half-minute glitch where they just couldn't connect in the middle of their 10-minute segment. Right. And so no one knew when they were going to make the pick. And so all of a sudden, it's like, okay, your first pick is going wrong. Imagine now doing that 255 more times and doing it flawlessly oh, no. on national TV. I don't know about that. Where'd you go? Oh, no. Zane froze. Tyler. Hi, come back. Oh, okay. no. Here we are. Here are we there? are. Are you back again? Yeah. All right. My internet <laughs> did a wiggly thing. Yeah, it was just straight up gone. Um, the nice part is you were agreeing at pretty good parts. You were like, yeah, cool. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you were the the part I stopped hearing you was that they didn't want that mistake happening 250 more times. Yeah, that's basically it. And so long story short, they made this mock draft and ran through a bunch of picks and it was reported that it was all fake names and all that stuff. But now this conspiracy theory shows up on Twitter that's like, the picks may have been made a week ago. That's why the commissioner is so low key about all this, and that's why all the new right, and that's why all, he has the draft cards in hand, like he does at the actual draft. The people who got picked all have the appropriate team hat to put on right after they're picked, right? And everybody seems pretty unsurprised by this. Like normally, you get big emotional reactions and stuff, but yeah. the first, which you I saw know, from the later, the later, yeah, from rounds. the later round pick, sure, but. The mock draft only ran through the first night. And so it's like, huh, Adam Schefter came in and looked weirdly like, I mean, he's always kind of a robotic guy, but he looked weirdly like smooth and kind of like, yep, this trade just showed up and it's crazy. And here's what the details are. But on the first trade they had, they didn't really have the details. And so it's like, do I really think that it was, you know, uh, know, picked early? Mm, eh. Maybe. The other thing is that Adam Schefter also reported that Joe Burrow, the day before, right. had a letter from Cincinnati that said, hey, see you at the start of the season in Cincinnati. Yeah, can't wait. You're already on the team, and he's been like working on the playbook for a while now and all this stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, yeah, in one sense, you argue that he already you think knew. they already know. Right. But anything can happen. First, I mean, first. If somebody if somebody offered, so years ago, the Saints offered the... Washington, they offered them their entire draft plus two more picks to pick one player. So hypothetically, not that that would ever happen today, but hypothetically, right. let's say somebody was like, no, I want that guy. That would have been crazy, but it didn't happen. So there's the argument that kind of says like, oh, no, they kind of knew he was going to be picked. Fine. I just like it because it's like that's that's the signal of a good conspiracy theory to me is it's just believable enough. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't really think that it happened. But if somebody 10 years from now was like, yeah, you guys remember that crazy draft where everybody's in their houses? Absolutely, we filmed the first round. You think we were going to let 15 million people n- watch mistakes go live on the biggest enterprise in the in the United States? No with, way. With so many things that could possibly just go wrong. Dude, that's what I mean. On average, every Zoom meeting, I mean, fuck, our thing just right. froze up. Like, okay, now imagine that we're trying to figure out which multi-million dollar player we want to sign. Right. The face of our franchise for the next 15 years. Yeah. Here's here's uh, something interesting that's not 
part of the conspiracy necessarily, but just has to do with like technology and, and stuff like that. I think our age group is yeah. the technology sweet spot. I agree. Like obviously there are older people that work in tech and have right <clears throat> plenty of stuff and there are younger people that really dedicate their time and effort to that. But think of how we had to deal with technology and the jumps that have come along. You had to troubleshoot everything. Right. Like even <laughs> as recently, no one knew how to do it. <laughs> right. Even as recently as like a few years ago when we would get like new studio equipment and have right. to figure out how to set it up and then our computer would crash and then we'd spend three hours trying to just figure out how something that you're just supposed to plug in and use works isn't doing that. Yeah. And it's not doing that. And now you look like if something like people are just used to things not breaking, like the younger def- demographic right. is just used to things not breaking. And so when something goes wrong, they just give up on it. And the older demographic is like, ah, well, like somebody I know will find somebody else to to fix this. And so like the funniest part is I know people are going to be like, geez, Tyler and Zane, that sounds a lot like an old man yelling at the clouds. But I don't think I disagree because we're also like not in the, oh, we're the best at technology. Like you said, there's tech fiends of all all ages. Like everyone at my work is probably, you know, 20 years my senior as an IT guy, if not more. Right. And so it's like, that's not what we're saying. But I do agree that since we grew up in between kind of like the stuff started becoming portable and all that, like Walkmans and things like that, right? transitioning into a digital medium where it's like, yeah, if you have a physical thing, you can take it apart, you can tinker with it and people, you know, it's easier to fix. You can twist the inside of a cassette and re, you know, kind of get it oriented so yeah. it's not all pulled out and garbage. But you can't do that with an MP3. And right. so it's like that transition growing up with that technology and just being like, ah, yeah, I guess I think we were the first to transition from that physical to digital. And that transition led us to be the troubleshooters. Right. I like that. Yo, what's up? It. It's your boys. The troubleshooters. The trouble, dude, the troubleshooters <laughs> sounds like such a sweet, like fifties. It's the, cha- it's the chain band. smokers of the fifties. The troubleshooters. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, but to this point, right? Because all the GMs are a bunch of like typically old guys. Right. It just said anyone else think the teams just I'm looking on Twitter now. Anyone else thinks the teams just did an email draft over the last month and that's why this seems so smooth today? I don't recall seeing a single stretched out coach or GM. Somebody right. else goes, I thought the same thing. They they were worried about internet disruption or hacking, so they did a real first round last week and tonight was honestly all staged. Wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. Like I it's it's very feasible. Um, well, you also think people are, oh, well, those guys have so much money and they probably have internet that works well. I, I don't think that I've ever found a good argument that the more you pay for internet, the better your internet actually is. It's also going like, to just go out whenever the fuck it wants. Right. And like, and the fact that like, I think it was the Seahawks, their general manager literally had like part of a wall pulled down to put in better internet. So like. Yeah. They pulled out all the stops and even still it's like, okay, but if you're that worried about it, like one of the issues in the mock draft said the guy said his bandwidth was taken up. It's like, dude, I stream on, let's say three different things at, you know, 4K 60 and my bandwidth is fine on a pretty good connection, but not great, not gigabit or anything crazy. And it's like, dude, your two kids watching YouTube videos on an iPad and your wife like watching whatever and, you know, in the living room in the house. Mm-hmm. That took down your whole draft. Oh my right. god! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right, and and the thing uh, they're like running multiple, multiple systems. But like with all this stuff, like since Rose teaches, 
Right. Um, she's always doing um, stuff like Zoom meetings and stuff like that. Like we've had been on Zoom meetings and had Netflix going and I'm usually on my phone. As, right. Like as well using right. the Internet. So it's like we might have three video s- sources streaming in HD right. at the same time. And we have we don't even have as good of Internet as you. Right. And generally it works fine. Right. But like. I don't know. I woke up the other day and just had no internet. Like oh, I said, exactly. it was all connected and everything. And it's just like, no. And it, I couldn't couldn't do anything. Well, and so that's why <sighs> I don't think the whole draft was pre-recorded, all that stuff. That would be a mess. Yeah. But to say that the first night, because I mean, again, let me look. Give me two seconds here because I want to look up and see what the draft like TV ratings were. Yeah. Because I know that this year was the highest rankings like ever obviously right because there's nothing else going on (laughs) right and so let's see last year the nfl draft drew an average of 6.1 million viewers across nfl espn and abc over the three over the three-day televised event um it reached more than 47.5 million viewers which is great uh this year the first round had 15.6 million people wow that's nuts dude yeah and so right you have a three basically like a three times increase yeah and again keeping in mind too for non-us viewers that the nfl is absolutely like the biggest sporting enterprise in america right now oh for sure mlb probably has a little more money nba is definitely on the rise but nfl football is the thing yeah and so it's like you think that company is going to risk some internet going down and a pick not being made and that everybody laughing at them for the next However many months that this goes on, like, come on. For sure. So, Conspiracy Corner, the first round of the NFL draft was pre-recorded, and everyone is now finding out. Right. Um, Like you were just saying, everybody has time to just sit around and and stuff. Yes. And I... <clears throat> I know we're a big fan here of our would you rather's or our scenario questions. I literally have would you rather's to ask. So yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I saw this one this morning, um, and I generally like this style yeah. of question. I think this one got way, way more attention than it should have. Okay. Um, and it says there's a population of 7.5 billion humans okay. and 19 billion chickens at any one given time. Okay. If there was a chicken rebellion. How would you prepare to fight off your 2.7 chickens, give or take a few? That's it? Yeah. 2.7 chickens? And then you have to think about, oh, there are little kids. Like, if you're counting babies, that's... Yeah. Like, they can't fight their chickens. Right. You're you're young and you're elderly and you're infirmed. They're probably not going to be effectively fighting off chickens. Right. But, like, only on the serious end of that. Like, my grandma could absolutely kick a chicken or two's ass, you know? Right. No problem. And that that was my issue with it is is to me that doesn't seem people are like, oh, well, I'd have to fight my four kids chickens and my chickens. And um, then I have a couple friends who I'd probably have to fight their chickens. And it's like, ah, unless they were all attacking you at once. Right. Unless like you had to fight your whole house's worth of chickens at the same time or like your right. neighborhood all came down. I just don't feel like it. it would be that that intense of a situation right i'm trying to find there was one a while ago in a similar sort of thing that was like i want to say it was i want to say it was ireland and it was sheep and it was the same sort of premise of 
there's mm-hmm. X amount of sheep in Ireland. And I want to say it was like seven or eight, maybe even higher mm-hmm. per person. Yeah, it and was I'm a like, lot. fuck, <clears throat> sheep are big, dude. Right. I, I couldn't just kill a sheep by grabbing it by the head and snapping its neck. Right. If it was mano a mano, like, like, I don't know. Yeah. If I could fight seven or eight of them, if they are even a little bit coordinated. Right. Because sheep are faster than you. They are stronger than you, I would assume. Dude, and they're um, hefty. What's like, dude, I'm going to look up some sheep stats. Maybe not all sheep, but a lot of sheep like headbutt each other. So it's not like you can just yeah. dong them with a baseball bat or something like you af- actually have to like dude, stab these sheep or something. The worst, the worst part about this, too, if somebody says they could fight seven or eight sheep. They'd be lying without a weapon. No fucking way. Right. Because, dude, the <clears throat> average the average mass of a male sheep is between 99 and 350 pounds. Yeah. And an average between, of a female is 99 to 220 pounds. That's crazy. Yeah. You, you're telling me if you dude, let's say you even get like one like of let's say if there's seven, you get each in progressive weights like up. So you get like a 99 pounder and like a 115 pounder and then like a 128 pounder or just like whatever scale that would be. Yeah. Up to a 350 pound sheep. Even if you got one of those, dude. Yeah. No way. You're not winning that, especially having to account for the other ones. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. If they if they were actively attacking. Like they're upset. I could protect myself against some chickens. I can't protect myself against a 350 pound fucking boulder to my knees like yeah i just i don't man i don't know about that chickens 100 percent. it'd be sad and kind of yucky but like definitely doable chickens aren't taking me down freezer space take as many as you can like reuse them it's okay i eat that right help a neighbor kill one of the chickens that's attacking them right and also if there's somebody who's refusing to fight back against the chickens because Right. Somebody else will take the care chicken of side. No, just let them let them not fight the chickens. Oh, okay. Let gonna, the chickens take them down. <laughs> yeah. If, if they're actively not fighting the chickens, not because they can't fight the chickens, but because they're like, oh, well, I will say this, though. Like if you're t- if you're an adult person and you get taken down by three chickens, <laughs> that ain't it. Ugh. You probably deserve to lose at that point. <laughs> right. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> Um, Zane, speaking of would you rather, since we're talking about them now. Yeah, for sure. I have a few here. A lot of them is like, I try and source these from like friends and the internet and stuff like that, but we've used a lot. We don't have any of those. I have to start getting creative now. Um, oh, I know what we need to talk about. Okay. Well, do you want to do that first? Cause you can, these can wait. Sure. Can we just laugh about the fact that, uh, gas went down to negative (laughs) $35? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that it, dude. Objectively, like I had to look at because I'm I don't I didn't know what the like economic importance of that was, but objectively, right. that's a funny thing where it's like this is now trading at negative thirty five dollars, right? Like you get paid to take this from me, dude. That's literally what it was. Is that there was no like the oil production was so high. For those of you who don't know, the oil production was so high, and it wasn't even that it was at some crazy record rate. It was just that people were selling off because no one's buying gas because no one's right. out traveling. And so all of a sudden the oil producers had been going at the same pace as though everyone had been traveling and you have to store the crude oil somewhere. (laughs) Right. And so all the storage facilities were getting full and there was these huge shipments heading into, I think upper Texas or lower Oklahoma. Right. And it was just like, we don't have a place to put these. And so 
literally the stock fell so hard or the futures fell so hard that the people holding the crude oil on their trucks had to pay people to take it off of them rather than get paid like at what one point was averaging between like 55 and $70 a barrel. They right. instead now were paying someone else 35 to just get it off their truck. Like that's so wild, dude. It fucking it went, what it was like 305% drop. Yeah. Just like boom. See ya. My like those memes were some oh. of my those are some of the most consistently hard I've laughed dude. at memes in a while. Like the one that had a barrel of oil on the McDonald's on the dollar menu. menu. <laughs> dude, unbelievable. <laughs> there was one that was like weights three. It was a picture of a dinosaur and it says weights 350 million years only to yeah. become worth negative thirty five dollars. <laughs> That's the one I just looked at to, yeah. <laughs> that reminded me. <clears throat> yeah, worth negative thirty five dollars in bone juice or something like that. And I was like, yeah. Hey, that's like I'm I'm tempted to just like go driving because most of like people aren't out right. and it cost me twenty three dollars to fill up my Bro. generally forty five dollar. I know tank. I was going to wait like a week because that's about how long it should take for like the because again gas isn't just like hi what does the gas station pay plus five cents. It's right. like no there's taxes and there's like the shipping cost to get the gasoline there. But with that but even so dramatic of a drop gas prices will plummet. Yeah, I, for at like, least a few weeks. Here's like, the last time I paid that little for gas. I think it's when I was in high school. I was driving a little five-speed 1980s uh, uh, Chevy, okay. like Nova, like a little four-door manual Nova that had like an 11-gallon tank. Right. And gas was, I don't know how much gas was in high school, but you know, I was usually paying. I thought you were about to Google between, how much was gas in high school. When, that's back when uh, like five dollars was actual gas money. Like if you right. kept five bucks in your in your glove compartment, unless you were me and I drove a Jeep seat. Cherokee and it was twenty dollars yeah. with gas money. <laughs> um, but like now, if you keep five dollars for gas, you're not getting shit. Like, it's like it great, you get, get a you gallon and a half to the next gas station or something. Right. But like, <laughs> you can go another twenty miles. Right. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, it, it cost me less to fill up my car than mm-hmm. it did to fill two propane tanks for my barbecue. Wild. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, yeah, that was pretty wild. Though. Like, just, I watched <laughs> that, and I have a friend who was, like, stock heavy, and so I, like, texted him, oh, and I'm like, yeah. what does it mean? And he was like, well, first of all, it's a nightmare. But second of all, here's what it actually means for, like, the regular person. And I was like, oh, okay, well, cool. Yeah. yeah um, and, uh, I've got a few would-you-rathers here. Please, please do. Um, Zane. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Let's assume they're like protective scales too, not just like gross, yucky scales. Yeah. And let's say it's like, well, we can do two types of fur. Let's say it's like uh, like a wolf fur. Okay. Or like big, chunky, dragony scales. Okay. Mm. You can keep your soft underbelly. <laughs> Beautiful. That was my yeah. I figured thing, that was gonna the be one a thing that I can't you. seem to get rid of anyway. <laughs> Dude, same. <laughs> um, I think I'd go with the fur. Body with the fur with the fur. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? I don't. I think it would just be less cumbersome yeah. than the scales. That's true. I think I'd like the protective 
element of the scales and stuff like that. Like, I feel like, yeah, you could dragon like, scales would be like fireproof tumble off stuff like <clears throat> armadillo. Yeah. I think the fur though, you would stay warm. But what about two scale? Yeah. I guess you could trim it too. It's not like I yeah. become that animal. I can yeah, always it'd be horrible if you like sloughed off a scale somewhere. <laughs> right. And that I feel would, like yeah. ripped out. I feel like you could teen wolf your way. That's into how being smog went down, too. man. That's what I'm saying. Just, you know, the fucking hobbits taking down a dragon. Like, I think I would go fur too. I, what I was saying was like wolf fur where it's like not necessarily that soft. I was going to like try and woo you with like chinchilla fur or something like that. Oh, I'd take that for sure. I know you would Be because you love chinchillas. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, there was one that's like, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? And I was like, okay, so would you rather be Tyler or most people Tyler now? <laughs> Feel free to make up that what you will. The, the real ones will know which one I am. Would you rather have one real get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door? Key that opens any door. Go ahead and tell me why. Uh, because I don't plan on going to jail anytime soon. And even if I did, I'd have a key that opens that door. And so I could yeah, just right, walk but- out. You'd, yeah, but you'd still be a criminal. Yeah, but again, I don't really see myself ending up in that situation. Well, so, so let's I say think it's a key a... that opens any door. Okay, but let's say it's this. Would you rather have one real get? I think this is a better one. Would you rather have one real get out of jail free card or a key that opens any one door? Like you can only use it for one door. Yeah, I'd take the get out of jail free card. Totally right. Point. Yeah, because yeah, if you had just unlimited access. You could just like, great, okay, I'm leaving, bye. Right. And you could just go into whatever building you wanted. But, which would make for like cool music video shoots. But I think you're still liable for all the crimes you commit by opening all those doors. Like, that's not that helpful, even with all the doors. Definitely. But one get out of jail free card, not that I'm advocating crime here, obviously, but I'm saying (laughs) hypothetically, if you did a crime, then you would be, I assume a get out of jail free card is not literally it's like bail, but you still have to show up to the hearing. I assume it's a, you're not responsible for your crime. Right. Right. Like you're you're out out. Right. Like yeah, right. So yeah, cuz it's not like in Monopoly you have to like show up to a trial date a week from then or anything like they that. Give everybody know? that men in black memory wipe. Right. Um let's see. Would you rather be able to talk to land animals, flying animals or animals that live under the water? Underwater. Really? I thought there was a such a lock of an answer here. I, I just think that would be the coolest. Like I, I think so too. I don't think well, animals have anything good to say anyway. Dude, a hundred percent. I would go land animals here. Are you kidding? Yeah. Do, do why, why wouldn't you? Okay. Explain to me why you would pick water animals other than it'd be the coolest. Well, then I wouldn't necessarily have to ever talk to them because I'm not going to interact with them. Um, right. <laughs> You're inland really and like, so, right. Yeah. Like water animals. <laughs> right. So why, but um, why would you then want what? My thought is, why wouldn't you want to talk to animals you enjoy? Because, I don't know, don't somebody, to. somebody answered one of these one time with, I don't want to talk to any animals. What makes you think they're smart just because you can't talk to them? And that really, like, resonated with me. Like, I just don't, I just realized I don't give a shit what the animals That's a real gritty perspective on so this, at I least, think. So at least if I could talk to underwater animals, that means I can talk underwater. To, to animals. Yeah, great. Yeah, cool. But, like, mermaids, man. Well, and I'm stop it. First of I'm, all, I'm winning the I'm I'm grabbing the goblet of fire at this point. First of all, this assumes you get to talk to them. It doesn't mean they're your friends. Like you could talk to a shark, but a shark's still going to eat you. 
Yeah, what land animals would you want to talk to that uh, aren't, my cat, aren't already my your dog? Friends? Are you He's already joking? your friend? Yeah, and but you then don't I have to talk, listen to his dude, problems. No, but then Rocket could talk back. Although to be fair, that would I love right? really my little baby, but I'm not gonna want to hear from right? you. At you want to hear the all the sassy shit that your cat has to say yeah, when he's not. fucking bouncing point. off the walls and running around? Because I don't, I don't think at that point you get to turn it on and off. From a quarantine perspective, though, I feel like I wouldn't hate it. Right, and it does say, would you rather be able to talk to them? Not, are you forced to talk to them? No, but you could hear them. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. The world would be a lot louder, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Also, mm, the, the st- like animals, they're either hungry or Especially. trying to find a mate. Right. Like 90, that's 90% of the noises they make. Your world so, would get a whole lot hornier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, you're going to, you just you're hear just a lot of like, Dude, that's why you don't want to talk to birds, though, because it'd just be like, hey, yo, Tony, <laughs> I'm walking in. I imagine all birds are New Yorkers in this scenario. Oh, they have to be. That's where they get the their hot dogs. Replaced. Get your hot dogs. <laughs> that's it. That's the all the mating calls. That's where they that's where uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> that's My neighbors are probably like, he's been batteries. so quiet today. And then all of a sudden, 1130 rolls around and he starts screaming, hot dog, get your hot dog. And I'm walking in. To who? Oh, who is he yelling at? Well, he's Christopher walking here. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dude, oh, interesting. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? Drinks. Really? Yeah. I could get by on water. I don't like water very much, but I drink a lot more of it now. I've become okay with that. Yeah, no, you definitely hit a, part, a point where you're like, yeah, water's all right. Yeah, um, but think of all the things. Think of... Think of uh, all-star weekend tyler we couldn't Fuck. we couldn't ever like make our shitty mashed potato bacon cheese oh. bread crumb like think of all the things you make in an oven i've used the oven a lot recently yeah and uh, again basically well okay no but hold on the nice the nice thing is for like you you have an air fryer right which is like, technically an oven i think in this scenario it it's, it's a, a small convection oven that's a microwave oven yeah <sighs> I don't so know. Well, okay, right. So if it's just the big oven, the then stove. yeah, I would be fine with cooking in just yeah. the small. I just cook smaller portions or microwave it. That's fine. But right. if we're saying if we're saying anything with an oven in it, yeah. What about a Dutch oven? The, well, you can't cook anything with the toot. So <laughs> no, like really no, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm aware. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I think that because then you're would using be out a fire or like coals, right? Well, and functionally, that's the same as just like a pot on a stove. Yeah. So Although it cooks way faster. Uh, I don't I think know, I'm man. giving up. I think I'm giving up drinks because an oven's just too convenient. A microwave's too convenient. You, you can't have Cook any potatoes alcohol in microwave. Either. Save energies. That's fair. But I've been I, recently I, microwaving potatoes to bake them again. Yeah. Recently, reverting back to my East Missoula <laughs> days. Yeah. Um, when all I ate was rice and baked potatoes the simple stuff yeah yeah that's fine how have they been fucking great dude i just go in the fridge so if you never baked a potato in the microwave you just stab some holes in it with a fork or a knife or whatever you want to stab holes with Mm -hmm. um just so it doesn't explode because that will happen (laughs) it will happen um then you cook it for depending on the size of the potato like a regular like medium size brown russet potato i yeah. cook for between six and a half and seven and a half minutes right generally that's a little on the long side you could probably get away with 
I'll see six it. minutes or so. My microwave must suck because I was going to say between like six and seven is like kind of my baseline. You have to cook yeah. it that long. If you get if you get a big big potato, throw it in there for seven and a half eight minutes. Right. Um, and usually that's enough. But the worst you're going to get is some crunchy ends. Right. Um, but then I just go in my fridge and I just pull out some sauces. Like mm-hmm. I'll grab the barbecue sauce. I'll grab maybe some brown mustard, maybe a little like soy sauce or Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. And a little hot sauce and just go. Are you just freestyling <laughs> with sauces right now? Yeah. I put them all in a bowl oh and then I mix them up and then I just dip the potato in it and just fucking eat it that like that. That sounds great. That sounds very good. Dude, it's, it's, they it's underrated as a snack. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because potatoes, potatoes are, they're complex carbs. Dude, I had they, some fucking like, corned beef and potatoes. Let me tell you. Hell yeah. Dude, corned beef is underrated. Corned beef is I was leery. on. Dude. I was leery of corned beef for a long time in my life, and it's I a don't weird know why. Yeah, but it's kind of a I weird I think it was a texture thing. And it's hard to cook. Or it's not hard to cook, but like it feels like it should be. Right. And it's like kind of yucky looking when it comes out, but it's delicious. Right. Literally all you do, I was talking with our buddy Sam today about this, because I was like, Madison, and I, or Madison came over for dinner last night, made dinner, it was delicious, and it was corned beef and potatoes, very Irish dinner. Yes. And all I did was at like 3.30, I put in... The roast, or it put in the, the corned beef with a little seasoning packet. You rub right. the seasoning packet on the corned beef, and then you put it in the water, or in, in a pot, and then you fill the pot with water up to the top of the corned beef, and you bake it, or sorry, you, you, you boil it for, yeah. I don't know, It's I think it said a three-pound roast is like three hours, yeah. and so mine was three and a half, so I cooked it for three and a half hours, and it was perfectly tender. It had this great stock that I could use for like... You know, just Whatever. like a little simple gravy after. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, boiled some potatoes and then put them in the KitchenAid and fucking whip those babies up with some butter and some little bacon bits. Ooh, Hell mama. yeah. A little milk Hell in there. Yeah. Salt and pep. Huh. Alpine <laughs> touch. Just a touch. And that was it. That was, dude, it literally, it was the easiest dish I've cooked in weeks. Like the night before, I had done like a butter-basted steak and it was yeah. delicious. But that's like involved and you got to get the timing right. And it's not that hard, but you got to prep. This, yeah. I put it in, I put water on, and I forgot about it for three yeah, hours. you just leave it. And it turned out perfect. I was like, oh, gonna great. Make, I'm going to make some milk steak next. Ew. <laughs> Dude, the nice part about this, though, too, if you're looking for, like, a cheap thing, especially now, now that, like, um, now that St. Patrick's is gone, yeah. like, I think I found that one for, like, $7 Yeah, for no, three pounds of beef. And if you're cooking meat that long, you don't necessarily, it's going to be tender. Right. Like, the only thing you're getting by spending more is arguably flavor. Right. Like the marbling might be better. But like that's if you fine. don't like fat on your meat, but I, I love fat on my meat. Like The thing is, too, is that if you need like to crisp that up, you just get a pan ripping hot and you take it out of there. You dry it off just a little bit Searing. and you blast the fat cap on it and it crisps it up. And then you have kind of like a crunchy end. Dude, fucking I'm telling you. handing out knowledge, Tyler. <laughs> Dude. You're welcome. But for real, that's been a good one because la- last night that fed Madison and I fully. Between, right. And that's a cheap dinner, but it right. tastes like it's not cheap. And then I have a full dinner tonight too. Yeah. For like what was probably about $7.80 with potatoes Total. included. Yeah. Wild. That's, yeah. If you're, I don't know. I Rose and I have been going back and forth and I feel like it's more of a guy thing because sure. Sterling and I had the same conversation earlier like you know you know sterling he's he like is mr efficiency and so mm-hmm. he actually like eats based on the macros and like right you know it's like oh i can have brown rice chicken and some kind of vegetables for dinner every day yeah and that's inexpensive it gives mm-hmm. you everything you need right um and it's gonna give you 
the energy to do like whatever you're going to be need to be doing. It right. doesn't have to like vary that much. Sure. And he, like he eats other things the rest of the time. I have zero problem. I could eat rice and some kind of beans yeah. for for ever like, or potatoes. Like yeah. if you're, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to make fr- fries tonight. I'll make mashed potatoes tomorrow. And maybe I'll scallop some and then I'll have baked potatoes in between. Sure. I'm not going to eat every meal, but I don't right. have a problem with that. And if I can do it for fucking pennies on the dollar, right? great. Whereas Rose is like, no, I'd rather like spend all my money on food versus like other things and sure. eat really good food. It's like, it's not that I don't like food. Right. <laughs> it's just that I kind of like the challenge of eating cheap and I just don't care that right. much. Like it's not something I'm, I'm invested in enough. My big thing is like, and it's not to say that if this isn't the case for you, then you have a vice somewhere else. Right, but like no. one of my bigger vices, I don't really drink and I don't smoke or do anything like that. And so it's like, okay, so one of my big vices is food. And it's right. like, if I, if I have extra money to put somewhere, then right. I'm probably putting it towards, like I said, I made a steak dinner a few nights ago. Hell yeah. Now, that was the first one I'd had in like a month. Right. But it's also like, I'm definitely going to splurge on that. But I've also done the staples where it's like, oh yeah, eat rice and beans and chicken for a while. A part, you know, maybe because it's a financial thing, but also maybe because that's just easy to cook and it tastes pretty good too. Right, and you can make a bunch of it at a time. Like I make a full pan of chicken right. at a time. I'll, I'm only going to eat a piece or two because they're like, right, you know, they're not very big. Um, but then I can, like, I can just grab that. You can eat it cold. You can warm it up. Like you can put any kind of sauce on it. Like, oh yeah, it's just not not difficult. <clears throat> I'd right. rather go for the not difficult. I I love cooking, but some days it's just like. It's a lot. Yeah, not fucking around with preparation. Right. If it takes me 30 minutes to just cut this stuff up and then I have to cook it, mm, probably not, not happening. Yeah. Give me a month's notice. Right. And I'll be ready to go. <laughs> also, if you don't butter your steaks, you're probably, you're you're probably, probably missing out. I, I thought or, people or were missing kidding. Out. Yeah, I thought people were kidding for a while about just putting a pat of butter and letting your steaks sit. But I'll now I'll buy the cheapest fucking steak I can find cook it like medium rare and then put some butter on it and just walk away for five minutes and come back. Dude, the move though too is you butter based. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, because I agree, that gets it done, but this takes it, this is the extra little 10% cherry on top. Right. Is you throw it in and if you have any like garlic, uh, the ones I remember are garlic and thyme particularly mm-hmm. and you throw Maybe the butter in and you let it melt. Also a tip that I, I just tried on this one that actually worked better than I thought it would is you start with olive oil rather than just like butter in the pan to start with mm-hmm. because the yeah. olive oil has a higher smoke point. So then right. when you add the butter in, it doesn't like it rush doesn't burn. to burn mm-hmm. or really burn at all. Like you have a lot more time with it. So yeah. yeah, you're cooking your steak and you get it ripper and hot and all that stuff and you sizzle the one side and then you flip and then you add in the, the thyme and the garlic and the butter and use like a decent amount. I mean, if you're putting butter on a steak, put butter on a steak. Don't like skimp around with it and be like, oh, well, but the health. No, come on. You're putting butter on a steak. That's crazy. <laughs> so so then you take your pan, and you tilt it like, I don't know, 20, 30 degrees and let the like not so much that the steak slides necessarily. Yeah. Because that should still be crisping. But you get it to the point where the butter is down kind of pooled and you take a spoon and you scoop the butter on top of the the steak. Yeah. As it's cooking, because the butter's hot enough that it'll still work on kind of caramelizing that top edge, mm-hmm. and that right there is the That's fucking the move. And then you still let it stand. Yeah, let it sit for five minutes. I always thought that was the dumbest thing. And letting a right. steak rest like, for I five minutes want... changes it. Oh, I don't know when this turned into a cooking episode, but hey, I'm happy it we're did. We're here. We're here. 
Dude, okay, well then let's do two more questions. Yeah, for sure. Let's do... Eh. Let's do one more question because it relates to our food thing. Okay. Would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets or never have to pay for food at restaurants? Fuck. I think I'd never have to pay for food at restaurants. Dude, immediately my gut says first class tickets, but I will have to think about it for a second. I want to hear your explanation for restaurants. First class tickets are thousands of dollars. Yes. But think of all. So like if you assume that your life doesn't doesn't change. Like sure. nothing else gets adjusted other than the fact that, oh, I have first class tickets or, oh, I never have to pay for food at restaurants. Right. That means you can you can like that doesn't mean you have to go to like nice restaurants or anything, but you would never have to pay for food. I'll say, but you can. Yeah. Right. Like you could go to you could go to <coughs> breakfast like you wouldn't have to buy groceries necessarily at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. Because um, you could just you could just go somewhere and get it. I assume you could probably order out with that, too. Yeah, you. I let's I would, say you. I would, I would think you so. could, but it's not like you can't go somewhere and just get like two eggs and a piece of toast, right? For breakfast, and that takes them five minutes to whip up. You can call ahead for carry out, whatever, or you just become the dude who shows up and has eggs and breakfast, right? You know, or eggs and toast, you know? Yeah, and you never have to pay for it. Um, so, so you'd save all kinds of money there. Mm-hmm. And then say you were doing something where, where you're on a, on a, like a, a career trajectory where you're going to, maybe you make a bunch of money sure. and then you can just afford to fly, fly first class. Right. I guess. Cause you're not spending hundreds of dollars a month on food too. Right. Put that the, into savings. I guess, I guess conversely the, if you could fly anywhere, like you can go somewhere else and eat really cheap yeah. or you can go somewhere else and do your networking or like have access to locations and stuff like that which would be really cool man but i feel like this one's the toughest so far far and away i feel like i'd rather eat for free than i like i don't i don't if i have to pay to travel okay but if i can just go to a restaurant and not pay for that shit anytime i want dude so that's that's i guess what it comes down to for me is like i think financially depending on how much you travel i love traveling i would love to be able to just travel on a whim anywhere first class but it also said international. So you have to, that doesn't say you get domestic first class tickets too. Right. So you're still paying for those and you're still paying for food. So yeah, like the, you know, you, you would have to go on a lot of international trips to make it worth it, which fine you could, yeah. but then you still have to pay for all the stuff when you get there. I like your point of you're not paying for food all of a sudden. Right. Like you can just go in and be like, Hey, make me 10 orders of this and then just freeze them and do whatever. And then that's your groceries. Right. You know, <clears throat> like, and I'm curious, I'm curious how the system would work for that. Like if you and I went to a restaurant and I didn't have to pay for food and I go, you order yeah, I'll me? do the yeah. bill. I'll take the bill. Right. Do I not do neither of us have to pay at that point? Or is it just my portion of the food? Like, yeah. Oh no, that's a good question too. But either way, I think it circles around to, I think the the flashy pick is travel because of course, but like you said, you could save up, you can still get to the international travel places. It's not like you get free food, but yeah. you can never travel or something like that. Right. It's like you get free food at restaurants. So fine. You save on, you fly budget, you know, your, your domestic flight over there or yeah. not domestic flight. You know what I'm saying? Like just basic economy flight over there, which is still right. perfectly fine. And then you don't and then have you to go pay to the nicest the restaurants you want. Or any place you want to try a local delicacy, and you, you try to it. live it up. Yeah, because what do you spend be... the most money on when you travel? On the food, probably food, food and lodging. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I like that. 
That's smart. Dude, yeah, especially if you travel to certain places. Like, if you travel to to some places, you're going to pay $4 for food. But literally, we were in Switzerland one time, and, like, a Burger King burger was, like, 25 USD. That's crazy. When it it translated over, because the Swiss franc is worth a shitload of money. Right. Just kidding. It was, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was francs. Because I was like, it wasn't euro, but... Even if it was euro on the price, whatever the price was, it was expensive as shit because we translated it over. Right. Because certain countries, like we went and it looks really expensive. Like we were in, right. like, um, yeah. Os- or we were in Prague. Yeah. And, and yeah, so they had the Czech kroner or whatever. And it was like, mm-hmm. this burger is 1400 kroner. And so we sent a bill to my dad that was like 4,000, 5,000 kroner. And it was like $24 <laughs> total. Right. Versus that where it's like Burger King. 22 bucks for just the burger 28 for the combo and i was like what the fuck like so travel to expensive places then right okay i like that zane is it tweet of the week time i think it might be i'm gonna start looking real quick you'd think i would plan for this since we do it every week one of the few bits that does last but i have it this one this one i'm gonna read a tumblr post okay um, cause this, this got me, <clears throat> I had a dream that I was getting sorted at Hogwarts. Oh, this one is from fisting Inferno. <laughs> oh God. No, no. So it is had a dream that I was getting sorted at Hogwarts, but I got into an argument with the sorting hat. So he made up an entirely new house called grungle bunk <laughs> just so I would be forced to sit by myself in the dining hall for the rest of my life. <laughs> Rungle bunk. Yeah. Dude, 100%, that would be... <laughs> that would be so much worse than getting kicked out of Hogwarts. <laughs> like, he's the only Grungle Bunk. <laughs> 10 points to Grungle Bunk. <laughs> and you can only lose points there. <laughs> Negative 35 points to Oil and Grungle Bunk. Dude, this one comes to us from Preston Williams. And he says, got to be honest, y'all. I'm not having a Baja Blast right now. (laughs) Similarly. (laughs) And by similarly, I mean entirely different. Saying go ahead because I thought I had it, but I didn't. Um, This one says, I still don't get Bitcoin. And the response is the actual tweet that says, uh, imagine if if keeping your car idling 24-7 produced solved Sudokus that you could trade for heroin. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good explanation, honestly. Uh, This one comes to us from Horse Deals, and it says, Opinions are like horses. I have eight, and they are all bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good... Dude, is that ten words? Because that describe our podcast? Opinions are like horses. I have eight, and they are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the podcast. Guys, since that's the podcast, we're going to let you go here. But this has yeah. been episode 127, Ding Dong, the podcast. Tweet us tweet us your description of our podcast in 10 words. Oh, my God. I would love that. I would gladly read <laughs> 10-word descriptions of our podcast on the next episode. Yeah, stock us up. Guys, have a great week. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Love you. Bye. Bye.